This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure, 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Good evening, it's 7.30, it is Leicester Fan TV, it is your Fan Zone show, it's our weekly show, it's our Monday night show, I don't think there's much to talk about tonight, or do you disagree, is there lots and lots to talk about, as ever, we can put your comments on screen, we can talk about what you want, this is totally unscripted, we don't know what we're going to talk about, we let you guys have your comments, have your views, let us know what you want to say, Tom of course, Leicester Fan TV's Tom will be joining me very, very shortly, as will Chris Forian from Leicester Till I Die. So get your views in, get your comments in, and let's talk all things Leicester City tonight. Yes, indeed. Welcome to the show. Thank you for joining us. Get those comments in, get those views in. We'll talk about exactly what you want to talk about. Let's get a few a few hellos. Matty Bond is watching. Good evening, Matty. Uh, do you want to talk about yesterday, Matty, or do you want to talk about Wednesday? You let us know if you want to dive into the, whatever happened on uh, yesterday against uh, Chelsea. If you want to talk about that, Matty, we'll talk about that. Jason, same for you. What do you want to talk about? Do you want to look forward to the game at Everton? Do you want to do a bit of both? Maz is watching. Good evening, Maz. Jake Short, good evening to you. Daz as well, Daz Stockwin. Uh, has Rogers ran out of ideas? Well, let's start with that one, Daz. Let's absolutely start with that. Let's bring in Tom. Tom, how are you? Yeah, calm down now a little bit after uh, yesterday's post-match show where it got a bit heated between the fans but we're all out of opinion we all should respect different opinions that's what makes football great absolutely let's bring in chris as well chris forian from leicester till i die how are you chris 
Uh, like uh, like Tom, I've got my heartbeat back down. <laughs> <laughs> I was a bit stressed afterwards. Let, let's start with what Daz wants to ask. Uh, Chris, has Rogers run out of ideas? I think when you look at a manager that is supposed to be as experienced as he is, when you are 1-0 down in a cup game and you've got, you know, five, ten minutes to go and you've got a striker on the bench... With the ability, and we know he has got ability in Acho, and he doesn't bring him on. So, yeah, I, I think possibly, yes, he has. Yeah, Tom, let's let's start with that one. Rogers ran out of ideas. Your views? It's frustrating because what can you say differently to that? That 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 opinion there is, in theory, spot on because he has no plan B. It's something we're all cried out for under Peel, and now we've got exactly the same. I mean, you go back to probably about January time. And uh, I remember the press conference from Rogers and his words were, my teams get better the second half of the season. Well, Brendan, that's not happened. They haven't got better. They've got worse. And no plan B is killing us. And yesterday for me, you've got Mark O'Brien coming on. Brilliant. But you've got no target man up there to put the ball into. If you're going to bring someone on like O'Brien, we all know what he can do. And we saw it when he did cross it into the box and caused some problems so you at the back post. Very unlucky that Aspercoeta got in the way of it after the goalkeeper flapped. You, you've got to have a plan B in this league. Plan A does not work all the time. Can't keep playing plan A. With five minutes to go, or third, you know, like you said before, 90th minute, we're still passing it around between the back two. No Leicester fan wants to see that. We want to see the ball get into the box and cause some problems and I just don't see where this plan B is going to come from unless we sign a half-decent, uh, different striker to Vard what Vardy is. Uh, Imtiaz is saying here, I don't think we should be calling for Rogers' head just yet. If we don't qualify for Champions League, then maybe we should. Imtiaz, I don't think anybody is calling for Brendan Rogers' head in any shape or form. I think what we are questioning, Imtiaz, is a little bit, is, I mean, Jason says here in his comment, why take off Dennis Pratt and bring on on, an, on a defensive midfielder? I think, I think that is a big question. I, I can see why he took Dennis Pratt off, Chris, yesterday. Uh, fitness levels, potentially, Chris, but bringing Chowdhury on two defensive midfielders when you're at home in a cup tie? I go back to what I said before. You know, you, you like like Tom said, if you're going to bring, I mean, in, back in the day when we used to get the crosses in, we'd have like target men like, you know, Steve Walsh, you know, taking from the back stick or the front. But there's no point getting the crosses in if there's nobody in the box to get on the end of them. And it, like I say, I just looked at that game and, Maybe our expectations are getting too much. You know, maybe we're running before we can walk. And we say this all the time. And we've, you know, we've been having the excuses. Well, the players are tired. They're not fully fit. Wolves aren't tired. And look at all the games they've played. And they've just got nine points out of nine. You know, it's a young team. You know, we can't expect to win yet. Fergie won the uh, won the title with, with, with kids, didn't he? So we can put all, all the excuses up we want. Maybe, though, it is just expectations. Maybe this has come to a season too soon. I mean, I want to ask the fans who are watching this. I want them to get their views in on this. Um, I, I am old school, as you can quite clearly tell. Five, ten minutes to go in a league game is slightly different. But in a cup game, you, you've got to win it there and then. You know, we might as well lose 2-0, 3-0, 4-0 against Chelsea yesterday. I know that some would say, oh, that'll shoot the confidence. But for me... That last 10 minutes, with literally 80 minutes on the clock and whatever injury time there is, 
you've got to go for a goal. And, and when we talk about plan B, I just mean you've got to go for a goal and stop. When you've got, like Chris has said, Ian Nacho on the pitch, uh, not on the pitch, you've got a striker who could score your goal to come on. I'm I'm old enough, like Chris has said, Steve Walsh. Why don't we chuck Wes Morgan on for 10 minutes up top? We clearly say then, we, Wes Morgan goes up top, we are slinging the ball into the box. You, some might say it's desperation, but some would say if it comes off, Tom, it gets you a goal. I, well, I just I don't know why we don't change it in, in a cup game as well. T- totally agree, mate. I mean, 10 minutes ago, we've seen it in the olden days, and we can go back to the old days. Matt Elliott used to play out there in the cup games. You know, Fulham at home, I think, when we were 3-0 down in one of the cups, uh, we came back to draw 3-3 and went through on pens. He chucked Walsh up there. You know, he wasn't scared to do those things. And I think in this league, you've got to have some diversity to how you're going to play because teams have worked Leicester out that if you sit deep and leave them no space to play in, unless we are on our A game, and I mean really on our A game, and that is the quick passing and movement around the box. What we have seen happen this season, then teams will just sit back really deep and make it very frustrating for us. There was a point in here, what uh, Ben put earlier in the chat, mate, I just want to bring up if that's all right with it. Yeah. I can't click on it. Uh, ben, is, I think he's starting to tell the lack of squad depth in uh, terms of quality. Serious investor needed. I think if you look at it, it probably is starting to tell now that we haven't got that depth. Because, I mean, yesterday, if you look at the bench, Morgan, defender, you know, Chowdhury, defensive midfielder, Mendy, defensive midfielder, Fuchs, Bennett. The only attacking option he had on that bench yesterday was Albrighton, Nacho. Gray. And he didn't use Nacho. And Gray. And he only made Albrighton <laughs> and Gray come on who were the attacking threats. We are lacking width at the moment with a quality winger to d- destroy people for me. Go on, Chris. You, 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 yeah, you could say we hadn't got the people to bring on, but you look at the two managers. You've got Rodgers, and I'm, I'm, saying, I'm not saying we should get rid of him or anything like that at all. I, you know, he, I think he's, he's, he's the right manager long term. But he's he's... On, you know, he's there with Leicester. How many years managerial experience has he got? You look on the other side, you've got Lampard, his first season in the Premier League. Lampard looked at that first half, said, we're crap. We, we, he did, literally said it. Wrong. He yeah. made three substitutions. He made a statement, and that statement went out to the team. He's like, I'm not scared to do this now. I'm getting three of you off, brought three on, and changed the game. Did our subs change the game? Well, not in the same way, no. And you can say, well, all right, they've got you know really experienced players and and all this, that, and the other. Every, people were, you know, a few people were saying that we were better in that first half, but then we were playing the 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 not say worst Chelsea side, but we were playing almost their youth team, if you like. But we've got, you know, we've got a manager who couldn't change the game with all his experience. They've got a manager with less than a full season's worth of experience in the Premier League was able to look at that and make changes. I'm, I'm going to bring it in. I, I know Mark has, has got a comment here. I, you know, Chilwell's coming for a lot of stick. Um, I, I've rewatched their goal, to be fair, guys. And Chilwell is left exposed. He is left two on one. I can see why he's frustrated because where's the other player who's meant to be backing him up? Who was meant to be marking their other player? But rather than try and sort that situation out and then have a word with the teammate, Chilwell literally throws his arms up in the air and stops. And then their player puts the ball in. I mean, Tom, and then at the end, you see, you see scenes, photos, video of Chilwell having a bit of a chuckle with Ben Chilwell uh, with uh, Barkley 
it's tough to take as a fan when we're sat at home gutted. I just if they're gonna have a little friendly banter and chat, don't do it on the cameras when we can all see. We're gutted. Uh, firstly, the goal, it's for me a mixture of a few things. One, chill well, yeah, go and close it, mate. Don't shoot your hands in the air. That, I know you're frustrated you left open. I don't think it was fair because, if we're honest, it happened in the league game against Chelsea. They targeted Chilwell's side because they knew they could get at him because Harvey Barnes is probably still learning that side of the game about defending in you know numbers. Uh, the, but for me, the, 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 the worst part is your defensive midfielder doesn't follow the runner. And Diddy has to know where Barkley is. He's coming in from deep. Johnny Evans has got his man, if you look. Sancho's got his man. And Justin's at the back post and anyone comes around the back. So the defence, we were set up fine for the, you know, for the cross coming in. But as soon as that run is made, Johnny Evans then has to be pulled out of position. And it's too late. The quality ball from William into that area is so good onto his foot. It's an easy tapping for him. It's just too easy it was. There was no movement. The, the second part, look, mate, ah. Oh, it is frustrating to see a player smiling. We've just lost the quarterfinal. But I've also seen other players in Leicester shirts do it and they've not taken the hit he has. I mean, I think uh, Matt Piper brought up earlier, there's a picture of Pep Guardiola after Leicester lost 3-1 and with Vardy and Vardy laughing and joking with him. I know it's a bit different to the league game to a cup game, but I can't lambast one player. And to see one of the comments yesterday from a Leicester fan telling him to F off out the club, that, to me, is more disgraceful than anything that a player's ever done this football club. You don't tell a player to do that on Twitter because you're a coward for me. You're a coward. You're hiding behind a piece of words. Chris, do it. come on, Chris. Let's get your views. Totally agree with Tom there. Um, players make mistakes. I'm not. I'm not going down this line of well, he's still young, he's still learning. It, you know, he's an England left back. He will make mistakes, um, but when you know the rest of the team are, are not are also making mistakes then it's hard to to, to cover um like you said there's nobody there backing him up and one player can make a mistake you know and you, you know you can you can maybe get away with it but you know maybe we maybe we are lacking that bit of experience like you say Harvey Barnes as good as he is his defensive side needs working on but you know what was what was happening? We weren't having this conversation at the start of the season. So what has happened? What are they doing in training? They've got this fantastic new training ground being built and what have you. What are they going to do there? Because they've taken a good team almost and made it bad. And don't blame don't blame the, the, the layoff or anything like that because other teams have been in exactly the same position as us. I mean, Danny Alcott pretty much sums up yesterday's game here, where he says, "Why bring a defensive midfielder on when we're mm. when we brought him? We brought him on before we were losing. Yeah. Am I right in saying? But then why leave two subs unused, especially when one of them is a, a form of striker? Baffled. I think it was a bit baffling yesterday. Some of the, you know, we've just <sighs> the thing for me is, mate. Ian Acho's got such a record in the FA Cup as well. He's got a great yeah. record in the FA Cup for scoring goals. So why you bring it on? I mean, see. The comment from Rogers today saying, well, we just felt that Vardy would get that chance to score. We, we think he's, you know, he looks sharp still and we thought he was going to. I'm sorry, I don't agree with that. You know, so he, he didn't really get many chances, but you also have to create your own look sometimes. And at the moment, I don't see that, you know, eagerness sometimes to go and create the chance on his own. He's, he is, I know we all say a fox in the box sometimes and he likes to get put in behind, but 
there's only so much creative you do. You've got to make something happen yourself. It's, you know, stuff ain't happening. And I didn't see that with Vardy. And with 10 minutes to go, why not bring on Nacho and put him up front with Vardy to cause some more problems? I think as well, it was, it's not exactly been a brilliant court run, has it? We've not exactly pulled trees up. You know, it's Brentford, it's Birmingham. And as soon as they come up to a team, you know, a, a, another Premier League team, that happens. Let's be honest, though, Chris. We've only just squeaky bun through, through three games. That's no what I mean. Exactly. Brent, yeah. Brentford 1 0, and no offence. Yeah. After we scored the goal, it was mainly Brentford attacking us. Mm. Uh, the Wigan at home game, we got we got lucky with a, yeah. a, an own goal. And again, if their goal should have counted, really, for me, it was a you know marginal offside. It's squeaky bun time again. And then Birmingham, the performance again was very below par. And we get lucky at the end, we get that one chance that goes in. Tom, I'm gonna. I want to move on a little bit yeah, away yeah. from yesterday. I want to move on to Wednesday to uh, Everton away. But before we b- moving into that, I want you to read out those stats that you just you. We were talking through them if yeah, you can yeah. before the game because when when because again, Chris knows this and I've known this. We've been adminning Facebook pages yesterday and today and trying to calm people down and give perspective on balance. But since Christmas, since that Norwich one one, you know. Go through the stats, let people know, because it isn't great. Okay, it seems so, the new contract. Yeah. So the first <laughs> well, 10 league games, we played 10, we played 10 won 6, drawn 2, lost 2, scored 25, conceded 8, 20 points. The second 20, uh, 10 games, played 10, won 7, drawn 1, lost 2, 4-18 against 11, 22 points. The last uh, going up from t- t- 20 to 30 games, played 10, won 3, Drawn three, lost four. Four sixteen, ten against. So it tells you that our defence was going backwards after the first bit. And we only got twelve points in the last ten league games. Chris, it's got to it's gotta change at Everton, hasn't it? it, it it's getting Wolves well, and I, I, Wolves, I, 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 Manu, I, Chelsea, they're all hounding us down. Yeah, I mean if you look at the form table, I think at the moment we're about sixteenth on, on league form at the moment, but I mean, I I, uh, I was thing on, on my interview where I contacted a guy from the opposing team, and he did it for me. And then he actually followed up with an email, and it's uh, not the Martin Peter, but he said saw Martin Peter's post yesterday uh, about four wins since mid December. That really surprised me. I didn't realise you guys had been that bad. I mean, Everton must be literally licking the lips at the prospect. Of, of facing us and the scary thing is a point behind I'm not sure I'm not going to go in front of me I think Wolves is it four or something behind that gap that we had there that 13 point gap it, it's gone and we are in a, a, a battle if we want Champions League now uh, too many young players Kevin's put in here Tom too much youth. Now, this is nothing we can sort out at the moment, but it is something I've been talking with other people about today is I just, I am, where where is that? I mean, the, the biggest leader on the pitch, and let's let's say it, is Casper, who, who is, you know, in, in some good form, you know, and actually looked bothered yesterday about losing big style. But I, I just, I'm not sick. We've been talking about it all season. Who's in the middle of the pitch to with 10 minutes to go to grasp these lads and say, Come on, lads. This is where you have to dig down. Who's, who's teaching them this? Where are they learning it from? 
That is the biggest problem. I've pointed that before. We have not got a leader in the middle of the park. Indeed, he does his job brilliantly, and that's what he's there to do. He wins the ball back, he makes the five-yard pass, and we're away. The problem at the moment is those five-yard passes are going to Tillemans or Pratt. Pratt, I can't fault, but Madison, the creative players, and we're not creating anything from Wilf and Diddy. And there's only so many times that Wilf can win the ball back and give it before we concede a goal. Uh, like you said, it's so youthful, the team. If you look at it, Smichael, Johnny Evans, Vardy, who start most weeks. Uh, what That's three players that I think it is out of the lot. There's your experience. That's not enough in it in this league to, you know, keep carrying on pushing. Beginning of the season, do you know what? I think once again we probably got lucky a few games where we were nil nil at time. We'd suddenly get a quick goal and the, the the teams would go or you get a VAR decision and we would get back on top of the game very quickly and then squeeze the life out of it. I think what gave me a bit of confidence yesterday was the first half. We did seem to press more than we'd done in the previous six or seven games, and it's something that we've done most of the season. But if we're going to change this around, for me, go to Everton, you've got to make some key changes and not play the same team now because after three games after this restart, it's not working. Chris, in January, in the transfer window, I said it. I said, I think we've messed up in the transfer window in January. I think we needed some experience. Um, we needed some quality. We needed a midfield general, an old head, somebody for six months to see us through this. We brought in Ryan Bennett, who hasn't got anywhere near the first team. Um just a pointless January, wasn't it? If we're being harsh, we, we it was, and it, yeah, no, I, I agree 100%. Haven't got a, I mean, you can say we haven't got a lead, we, we've got Casper, but he's in goal. And I, as I've said many, many times on this show before, I hate goalkeepers as captains. You need a goal, you need a captain that's out middle of the field that can go up to Harvey Barnes, have a word in his ear. Go up, you know, to chill. Well, you know, come on, get, let, let, you know, we, we, we go get get over it. We can get this right. There's, there's nobody out there that is the talker. We haven't got a Roy Keane. We haven't even got a Wilson. We've just given him an extra contract. He, like you say, whether he's shoved up front for those balls that come down, he's quite handy at getting the odd goal, Wes, isn't he? But what he's got there is put him on field, and he's got that lip quality. And yes, yeah. we we did mess up. I think in the January window, it certainly feels a little bit like that now. And I know it's to have easy at hindsight, but we were saying it at the time that it, it wasn't great. Uh, Tom, what do we do for Wednesday? Uh, we we'll, we'll try and pick a team before then. Not today in this show. We'll do it in the tactics show yeah. beforehand. Where on earth? Do you pull the bones out of that? Because it is a juggling act. There's what is it? There's a lot of games in a lot of days in not many days. So. Yeah, I mean, I felt Tillemans looked better yesterday when Pratt was playing with him, if I'm honest, yeah, because I felt he was allowed to have a bit more freedom on the ball. And we could see the vision was there. Look, I know he's not played great this season, Tillemans, but there is a quality player in there. For some reason, it's not happened at the moment. But I felt it on yesterday performance, he looked a little bit better until Pratt went off and meant he dropped back a little bit too deep and we suddenly were three defensive midfielders at times. So I think he panicked if he pushed too far and get caught out where... I think when he plays with Pratt, he understands Pratt's going to do him be there. And Dennis Pratt, for me, he's probably up there contender with the player of the season for me. He's been outstanding with Johnny Evans every game he plays. Uh, we don't want to see changes for the team, of course I do. I think Fuchs needs to come in at left-back. Take Chilwell out the firing line for a game, if I'm honest with you. Harvey Barnes, has he done anything since he's played the first few games back? Not a lot for me. Uh, then you look at the right side of it and go, 
we haven't really got any options but to play Justin, who I think's done all right. He's been caught out a couple of times, but the challenge yesterday he made in on the box to get, uh, win the ball back was first class from him. Uh, but again, he probably needs a bit of experience in front of him. So do you put Albrighton straight into that back in that to line up and just try and strengthen it? Because look, Everton are on form. This ain't another team who are struggling in the league now. They've turned it around since they come to the KP and lost in the last minute. They've got a very good manager and they're starting to push up the league and they want to get into Europe. So they're not going to come and sit and hope Leicester, you know, try and play the way out all the time. They're going to push us from the start and make us make mistakes. Chris, we've got um, Imtiaz says here, I'll get his comment up there, but he says, could you make Jamie Vardy captain? Chris, Jamie Vardy is the top goal scorer in the Premier League. And since coming back after lockdown, Just. We're, we're not trying to give him a ball. Feed, what is it? It used to be feed the goat and he will score. Feed the, you know, yak and he'll score. What, whatever it was. Just yeah. give it to Vardy where he bloody wants it. We're not giving it to him over the top or down the channels. Sometimes you can have the telly on or radio, whatever, and you don't hear Vardy mentioned. At, for, for ages, you think, hang on, is he still on the pitch? And when, you, when you're top striker, it, it, you know, that's happening. That's scary because strikers, if they don't get the ball, then they're not going to score. But I, I don't know who it was, just put a point up there about, about Slimani. Has the French season finished? Yes. I think the French season has finished, hasn't it? Yeah. yeah. So he's no longer a Monaco player. Technically, he's, Tom's disagreeing with me here. He's not in our squad. He's not in our squad. Is he in a him and uh, oh, Silver are okay. not in a 20-man squad, so can't, can't play for the rest of the season. They, I don't know where they could have been put in or not. I know there was talk that the squads could have been allowed to change, but they weren't put in. Good him, really, because okay. well, we do uh, probably need a plan B with eight games to go and change something cover. I was going to say that. I just saw it come up. But I agree. No, but I just I thought, I, that, that would have been a good plan B, I think. Yeah, of course it would. Uh, it's just, yeah. I mean... Uh, Ian Nacho is very similar to Vardy. He's a very poor man's Jamie Vardy, if I'm honest. No offence, Nacho, but he is not Jamie Vardy. Mm. Um, and apart from that, we don't. We only have two strikers, don't we? Am I missing something? Because Perez, is he a striker? Is he not? Well, he, he doesn't play up there ever. No, Islam Slimani would have been your, your wild card in your pack for some of these games. But, uh, you know... For whatever reason, we've we've let him go and we haven't replaced him with any... You know, we had Ujoa for a, a distance. I'd have had Leonardo Ujoa on the bench for some of this. I, I thought when we got Perez, I thought we had Steiner as the striker. I have I to be think... honest with you. <laughs> I, I, I tell you, that, I tell you you're just going back to something that, that you guys were saying earlier about, you know, what changes do you make? And you... you you, the problem you've got a lot of the time, I think, is like, Albrighton, we, we brought him on as a sub a couple of games ago, gave him a start, did nothing. Great, fantastic, came on as a sub, changed the game, put him on from the start, did nothing. Players aren't stepping up to the mark or not being allowed to, whichever way you want to look at it. Oh, I, I couldn't believe you just said that spot on, mate. You know, Demario Gray came on at Watford, set the goal up for Chilwell, well, yeah. right, gets the start in the next game. Didn't do anything for me. Yeah, you know, all Brighton started at Watford. Probably should have scored when he hit the post, mm -hmm. uh, but Bar that didn't really create many opportunities. So I'm putting point up there. I said, uh, "Where's he gone? What's the point of starting uh, all Brighton when we haven't got a target man?" The only reason I play all Brighton at the moment is we need some experience around that team. 
And he helps. Alrighton certainly helps defensively, doesn't he? He does help yeah, defensively. So if you play him on the left, you, if, even if you continue to play Chilwell, you can put Albrighton on the left. It gives that little bit of experience in front of him. Where at the moment, Chilwell's is getting left wide open because Harvey's not, probably not doing the defensive work as much as he should. Or he's still learning where he needs to be defensively. He does get caught out sometimes down that left-hand side of Harvey. Where if you put Chilwell, uh, Chilwell there and have Albrighton in front of him, you know you're going to have that cover to help him out. It's the same with Jermaine Justin just at the right back at the moment. You've got to cover the lad. He's still learning the game at the moment. While you've got two young fullbacks, teams are going to target them and try and get at them. We've seen that for so far this season. I'm just laughing at Ben Morgan's comment. Know, yeah. would be a great option yeah. about now. Oh, yeah, I know. Worst for... thing the club ever did. Uh, well, we let Cramer go. Oh. No, I saw the kids say we should have. I said it at the time. Biggest state will make let that boy go because he got some oh, yeah. about him. Oh, and so I misunderstood you then. Yeah, yeah I, I agree. Say, I, I watched him at Arsenal in his first league yeah. game after we scored. We lost 2-1 in the relegation season. And he was running the line. His touch, his ability was first class. And I was thinking, wow, we've got some player here. He's got to learn the league. And you've got to understand it's a bit tough at times. And then just suddenly we just let the player like that go when you spend all that money. No, it come back to Horters when he's gone on to play at the Euros and the a World Cup final and stuff like that. The boy was quality, and again, we let play go too early without taking a chance. I remember in that relegation season, looking at how many Leicester players seemed to be scared just to have a shot, and he would come on as a sub. All right, he didn't score, but he was at least having the shots. And you ain't going to score if you're not having shots, and he was. But hindsight's a wonderful thing. Of course it is. Mm. I think, again, it, we're getting towards the end of the show. There's, uh, there's so many things to talk about at the moment with Leicester. It, it's, I mean, but the only thing we can do it is Everton on Wednesday, which is at 6pm, Chris. I'm going to try and push you for a score prediction, Chris. Do you know, I've, I've been doing uh, my score predictions. I've got uh, Ian Marshall and Steve Linux doing it with me. And they, they actually aren't impressed at the moment and like go, going for losses. I can never predict just to lose the game i just i just can't bring myself to do it but i can't see us winning it unless something drastic happens i think i've i've, I've gone for a 1-1 to be honest with you if we're lucky what uh, Stephen Payne is agreeing with you 1-1 lee shaw's gone for nil nil do get your score predictions in come on then tom Boy, us up with a bit of uh, a bit of something I'm, good. I'm not optimistic actually going to this game because this is the kind of game where Leicester will go and enjoy themselves because they'll play a team who can't sit in deep, can't try and you know work the way out like Watford did and sit back. Everything going to come at us, and I've just got his feeling. We've done it before there. We've got a good record at the moment, goodness and part. So I'm going for a one 0 win and Vardy to get his hundredth goal. We, we've done quite well at Everton over the last couple of years. It, it seems to be, I think, well, I remember a couple of away wins there. Um, I, I just, I like you, Tom. I think Everton will come at us a little bit. But mind you, Chelsea came at us a little bit yesterday and we didn't find the gap. So we'll see. I think I am obviously going to go for a Leicester win. 2-1, Vardy. But, I, you know, that's my heart. That's not necessarily my head saying that, guys. Can you shave the bit off? Two, two goals, come on. What do you say? <laughs> Tom, are you shaving the beard off if we lose? Oh, definitely, yes. The beard will go, will go if we lose again. It's unlucky beard. I'm, I'm, it might be gone before Wednesday, Tom. And, and yours can go as well, mate. At this rate, this and is yours, why we're losing. Yeah, if I've I got a shaggy beard. beard. <laughs> um, Chris, 
You, uh, go on, I forgot to mention about your Muppets post yesterday. Well, Chris runs Leicester till I die, as I think most of you know. Chris, you you stirred a hornet's nest with that, didn't you? Just like I mean, like I say, <laughs> a lot of what I put up there is I'm I'm, 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 I'm digging myself out of this hole here now. Well, a lot careful. of what I put up as admin, as you guys, as you guys know, it's put up there to create a uh, to create a reaction. Yeah, we're starting to get the debate to come on and have a go. You know, that said, you know, probably eleven Muppets was a little bit. Too much, but I think we definitely had one more pit on the sidelines yesterday. Yeah, and uh, yeah, it, it's you. You've got. I'm sorry, but you, you, negative passion can sometimes be viewed as negativity, and being peed off when a game like that happens yesterday doesn't mean you don't support the team. Doesn't mean that you're not passionate about the team. If anything, it means you are really passionate about the team, and you sat there peed off with the performance and I love the fact that the guy that put the tweet up and I don't know the guy's name I think it was Owen and he said today he said I'm calm now ready to start off again on Wednesday <laughs> I think that's that's about right isn't it Tom just I think yeah, put... we're, all passionate. we're all passionate about Leicester we all want to win games unfortunately we're not we're going to win every week like we were we, you know the season with the Wonder League we're back to winning three, maybe four games, and then, you know, having a bit of a blip. You know, we won eight at the beginning of the season. I think that's probably where the expectation levels got so high Then we went on such a... We've gone on such a bad slump in Sonora at home. But, just, you know, some cool fans against Sport Forest and stuff like that, just oh, don't get it, mate, to be honest with you. just seems a bit petty to me. We're allowed an opinion. That's what makes football great. We might all not agree with the opinions, like I said at the start of the show, but... That's why we do this, because we all want to hear your opinions. It's what this channel's about. It's what Chris's channel's about. We all want different opinions, you know, even if it was 11 Muppets on a pitch yesterday. Well, I, I did. Uh, I think I said to you earlier, Tom, I said uh, I did watch some of the official content following the match yesterday, and um, they think they were watching a different game to me, to be fair. So if anybody wants to go check out the official post-match uh, video, go, go watch it on uh, the official channels and, and see... See what you think to that. But uh, if not, in the meantime, places like Leicester Till I Die, Chris's channels, and of course, Leicester Fan TV, we'll just say it as we see it because we're just fans. This is just pub chat. That's all it is, isn't it, chaps? Chris, thanks for joining us tonight. Night, both guys. Brilliant. Come on, come on, the Foxes on Wednesday. Exactly. Thanks, Chris. That's Chris from Leicester Till I Die. Let him go. Tom. We'll see you on Wednesday, won't we? No Fox's Tail show, obviously, this week because the match is on. No, no uh, Fox's Tail show this week. We'll be back the following week. We've got uh, Brian Little on, so there'll be some good tales out of that show. Starting the wave. Starting the wave. Brian Little. <laughs> That's a good one, Tom. Looking yeah, forward, forward to that. that. Yeah, man. It'll be a good that one. Uh, but Wednesday night, like I say, massive game. If we want to get Champions League football, we've got to get something there. Even if it's a point, it's still a point we've got to go and try and get. Uh, for me, we need a minimum of 15 now to try and get the Champions League. Uh, if we get those 15 points, brilliant, absolutely brilliant. But for me, the next two, three games are crucial. Seeing then we've got Arsenal, Sheffield United, Tottenham, and then Man United at home on the final day of the season. But it could still go down to us winning. The biggest thing for me is we've got a 30-plus goals difference. That's like an extra point for me or an extra two points. So we need to use that as a bit of momentum for the lads. To go, look, you've got these points. You've got the goal distance now. Let's just try and get these few points we need to push over the line. Look, worst case of the season, we finished sixth or fifth. It's still not been a bad season at the end of it. 
but it, we would be I'd be very disheartened enough to get in so close to Champions League football again to uh, have it taken away because we you know we've we've lost some form at the back end. But say we go to Goodison Park, hopefully Rogers will have the lads up for it and we get the performance we you know we fully expect for them. Brilliant, Tom. Thanks a lot for joining us. I'll let you go. I'll see you Wednesday for some more fan chat. I'm going to read out some comments. Thanks, Tom. See you later. Let Tom go. Let's get some of your score predictions in your final comments. Uh, Jason is saying a nil-nil board draw. Let's hope not, Jason. Let's hope it's better than that. Uh, Martin, good evening, says 3-1 Leicester. Um, James says it's a must-win game. Let's see the fearless Foxes back. A scrappy 2-1 win. Adrian is going for a 2-1 defeat. Sadly to say, come on, AD. Keep the faith, as we say. I can't believe we're having to dig that one out again. Keep the faith, keep the faith. John Squire says Everton 3, City nil. Same to you, John. Keep the faith. Martin is going 2-1 to Everton. Oh, there's some doom and gloomers. Brad, a 1-1 draw is sounding good, according to everybody. Well done, Brad, for that. Uh, Matty Bond is saying 2-1 to City with uh, Johnny Evans to score first. Um, Lee's saying we don't have players with hunger, which is an interesting one to chat about in there. Um, we must see a reaction on Wednesday going for a 1-1 or a 1-2 to Leicester um, will be interesting. Alan saying same team start, a 2-1 with a City win. Joanna is saying 5-0 to Leicester because if our boys have seen all the slating on social media, they'll be out to prove their worth. Keep the faith. You're right, Joanna. Maybe they have seen it. Maybe they have. So many comments coming in tonight. Thank you so much with those from all of you don't forget go follow us on our socials at leicester fan tv all over the place go follow chris as well leicester till i die have a chat on all his channels as well and thanks to the sponsors who help bring us the show but without you guys without the fans comments we've got nothing so it's all about you it's all about leicester city fans um forget fearless foxes it's back to hashtag keep the faith keep the faith roll on wednesday The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Open them up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.